Hello and welcome to another edition of Dated Stories, a show dedicated to stories and storytellers. I'm your host, Tamar. I want to thank you so very much for tuning in this week um, as we continue in with the series of from the book Chicken Soup for the Soul, the Home Sweet Home edition. Um, and it's by authors Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, and Amy Newmark. Um, this book is definitely uh, for inspiration. Um, you know, it involves, you know, subject matters of, you know, someone moving in their first, first home and being inspired or even cre- creating memories within the home or, you know, um, inspiration from even just. Uh, <clears throat> someone buying their first home. Um, this book is, you know, it's 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 um it's good for the kids. It's no foul language. Um, I would say it's definitely you know adult inspiration, considering <laughs> it's talking about home buying and things like that. Um, but I'm sure it'll take you back to memory lane. Um, a lot of the adults that are listening in. Um, and for this for the kids, you know, um, definitely you know. Come and listen and be inspired. Adults alike, you know, just open up and be inspired. Um, Again, this book right here is Chicken Soup for the Soul, Home Sweet Home Edition. Um, It's by Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, and Amy Newmark. The first piece I'm going to be reading is called Time to Let Go. Um, Time to Let Go. So let's go ahead and get started. It says here, to look backward for a while is to refresh the eye, to restore it, and to render it the more fit for its prime function of looking forward. Margaret Fairless Barber. Okay, so that was kind of like the intro to the piece. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, It says, Jeannie and I prepared for our move from New Jersey to Idaho. (coughs) We assessed the basement and then the garage. 24 years of my stuff stared back at us. Mike, if we're going to move ourselves to Idaho, we need to get rid of all of this stuff. Jim, this is my stuff. I turned to her. I don't want to get rid of my stuff. Mike, look at all these books. We don't need them. When was the last time you read these Reader's Digest Cadence books? You never read them. We walked into the garage. That ladder, she pointed to my 20-foot aluminum extension ladder. When was the last time you used that? Well... I scratched my balding head. I guess it was about 10 years ago. What about the crib? We are going to have a baby. It's old and unsafe. Michael, it's time to let go. But Jen, Michael, I relented. You're right, hon. There's a lot that needs to go. We had a 27-foot truck to move 2,500 miles to Idaho. <coughs> Our three-bedroom home would never fit in the truck. I had decisions to make. I spent a week going through things that I had accumulated. We sold a few things, including the ladder, a lot of things we gave away. In the back corner of the garage was the box I dreaded. After Georgia died, I tried to go through it, but failed. The memories it contained and the raw pain it inflicted were too much for me to handle. At the time, I closed it up and put it in the corner. (coughs) Jenny was upstairs. It was a task I needed to confront alone. I lifted the box, sat in the center of the garage, and opened it. It held cards my children made for me and my first wife. Crayon drawings from the past stared back at me. 
I found cards Georgia gave me for Christmases and birthdays and cards I gave her. Tears spilled, tears spilled down my cheeks, but they were tears of joy. I lost her, but I still had the memories. Things change, but memories keep the past alive. I grabbed two empty boxes and filled them with memories to give my son and daughter. <clears throat> All the drawings, cards, and ornaments they created for us were distributed between them. When they gave them to us 20 years ago, I made a point to write their names and dates on them. On the two boxes, I wrote their names and put them aside. <clears throat> Before we left for Idaho, my daughter drove from Ohio to see us in Jersey. We'd already planned for Vanessa to take many of our mom's things back to Ohio with her. She took the dishes that belonged to her grandmother, pictures, and anything else she wanted. Vanessa and I sat on my deck one night. Dad! I looked up. Her eyes had the sparkle of fresh tears. Yes! She reached out and held my hand. Dad, would you mind if I took Mom home with me? She was referring to her mom's urn. <clears throat> I'm happy to have her dishes. But I wanted her to come home with me, too. I thought about the little shrine I'd created for Georgia, my first wife. Her urn sat on the credenza, surrounded by little teddy bears I bought her when she was in the hospital. They'd been there for five years. On special occasions, I poured a glass of wine and toast her memory. Vanessa stared at me, waiting for her answer. Vanessa, you're right. Georgia should be with you. I held her hand. I have Jenny in my life now. It's time to it's time I focus on the present and not the past. It's time to let go. <clears throat> a few days later, we pulled away from the curb with everything we owned in the back of the truck. I looked back as my home, a five years faded from view. We turned the corner. It was gone. Jenny grabbed my hand. Look, hun, she pointed forward. What? I don't see anything. Mike, it's the future. It's ahead. I put my arm around her. You're right, Jen. I see it. It's time to stop looking back. Time to move forward and time to let go. Michael T. Smith. <clears throat> oh, what, a, what an interesting piece. Um, and that concludes that, that piece. Um, and so let's go ahead and move on to our next piece. Okay. Our next piece is Bloom where you are planted again i'm reading from the chicken soup for the soul the home sweet home edition um you know inspirational stories stemming from happiness as the author states um you know hard work and you know just the comfort of you know creating memories in the home um, with family and friends uh, and it's by the authors jack canfield mark victor hansen and amy newman <coughs> So let's go ahead and get into it. Bloom where you are planted. Wherever you go, no matter what the weather, always bring your own sunshine. By Anthony J. D'Angelo. Okay? So it says here, Rose had lived her entire life in the Midwest. Grew up married. Grew up, married her high school sweetheart, raised two sons, and was blessed with several grandchildren. She lived in the same house for over 60 years. <clears throat> She took pride in her vegetable gardens, and many a neighbor and many a neighbor envied her flowers. She painfully watched her husband slip from a strong, hard-working man to a frail, helpless one, and she wept as he was buried in the family pot, plot by the old oak tree. 
Years passed by ever so quickly. Her memory wasn't as sharp as it used to be. She didn't realize she had left the stove on again. She didn't see the extra step going down to the basement. And then before you knew it, her two sons were taking her on a tour of an assisted living facility. Yes, it was a pain. It was a beautiful place. So many nice people. So many nice activities to keep the residents busy. Nurses smiled as they met you in the hallway, and even someone to clean the apartments and help with the laundry. That was all fine and dandy, but Rose loved her home, and that was that. If her sons liked this place so much, then they could move in. A few weeks later, her suitcases were packed. Some of her favorite furniture was loaded in a moving van and many of her antiques were divided among family. She turned around one last minute with tears in her eyes. She said goodbye to her home. <clears throat> Despite her wonderful memories, she was moving into a new home that assisted living place her son liked so well. That assisted living place her sons liked so well. How could this be? How would she ever adjust? This is when I entered Rose's life. I fell in love with her the minute I met her. She looked exactly like my own grandmother, who had passed away several years earlier. I was the activity director at the assisted living facility that Rose was not going to call home. <clears throat> I could tell she wasn't happy about the move. We saw each other several times that first week, and somehow we started talking about our bucket list. Truthfully, I was amazed that she even knew what a bucket list was. I shared with her that I hoped I could go up in the hot air balloon someday. <clears throat> Without any hesitation whatsoever, she told me she had always wanted to ride in an 18-wheeler. She had that twinkle in her eye that made me almost think she was teasing me. So I asked her if she really meant that. Why, yes, yeah, she said. She had always wanted to get inside that bad cab. That big cab, sorry. Rode down the highway and have the ride of her life. Going home that day, I couldn't get her off my mind. How hard could it be to find a truck driver who would be willing to take a little old lady for a short drive around the block? And besides, it might take her mind off leaving her home. I made several calls and finally settled on a co-worker's brother. We arranged to meet him in the parking lot of the truck stop across the river. I wanted so badly to help Rose accept her new home. Maybe this would help. A couple of days before her 93rd birthday, I told her I had a surprise for her. It would be an early birthday gift from me to her. I assured her that she was going to like it, grabbed her hand, and walked her to my car. It wasn't long before she glanced to the left and saw a huge coffee pot structure that said Sap Brothers on it. She obviously recognized a local truck stop because she touched my arm and said, Are we going to do what I think we're going to do? <clears throat> Tears had already filled her eyes. I think so, Rose. I drove into the parking lot and there sat 20 or more. Eight, oh, I'm sorry. I drove into the parking lot and there sat 20 or more 18 wheelers. I parked my car and we watched a young man climb out of his rig and walk toward us. I got out, opened Rose's door, and made the introduction. I walked over to the semi and the driver placed a set of steps up to the passenger side. We helped Rose up and into the cab and shut the door. Her grin covered her entire face. I grabbed my camera and snapped a few shots as she waved goodbye. 
20 minutes later, the 18-wheeler pulled back into the parking lot and the smile was still on her face. The driver came around to her side, but she had slid over the driver's seat and had the walkie-talkie in her hand. Talk about a Kodak moment. It wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't just the ride she wanted. Rose had so many questions to ask the driver. How, does, how much does it cost to fill this thing up? What do you do when you have a flat tire? How much does this send my way? Don't you get lonely being on the road all the time? How much does a truck like this cost? After chatting for over an hour with the young man, it was time to go. <clears throat> she shook his hand, thanked him for taking the time to entertain an old lady, and stood on tiptoe and kissed him on the cheek. On the way back, she looked at me, smiled, and said with a twinkle in her eye, If I hadn't moved to my new home, I would probably never have the chance to cross this off cross this off my bucket list, would I? <clears throat> It was like a light bulb had just gone, had just come on in her head. She saw that good things do happen in life. Even when you have to leave something as special as your home, you either get bitter about the changes or you get better and adapt. Okay, that that's an interesting uh, thing. Okay. You either get bitter about the changes or you get better and adapt. So it says here, I'm so happy Rose chose better. She was able to accept the change with time and be an inspiration to all of us in the process. No one can take away precious memories we have built in our homes throughout the years. They are tucked away safely in our hearts forever. Rose showed us how we can bloom where we are planted, even if it does happen late in life. Okay, Judy, talk about Martin. Okay, and this is, uh, I just read to you a piece called Bloom Where You Are Planted, um, and this is from the book Chicken Soup for the Soul, um, home, the Home Sweet Home edition, you know, stories about home sweet home, homes, uh, creating memories in the homes, and you know, uh, happiness as the, as the author states, happiness and hard work and hearth. Um, the authors are Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, and Amy Newmark. So uh, make sure you check that out. Definitely check this book out. It's, you know, it's a great read full of inspirational stories. Um, and I think that will conclude our, um, <clears throat> our show for today. Um, again, thank you for tuning in. This show is called Dated Stories. Um, it's a show dedicated to stories and storytellers. I am your host, and I would like to thank you again for tuning in. See you next time.